Hey, Hello, Coxie. I'm talking over the top of you again. Well, I can't see you because I'm busy trying to find this joke and somehow <laughs> I've lost it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm to say the wrong thing. The whole episode's going to be ruined, Nick. I found it. It's okay. I found it. I was going to say, it obviously wasn't that great because you can't remember it. I cannot. The fresh is on. I did a lot of research this morning. I did my research on Pinterest, which is not an area that I wouldn't ever have thought of to go to find a joke. And it's probably <laughs> not an area I'll ever go to again. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's see how we go. What do you got? How did the mortgage on the deserted island feel? Mm. Okay. I'm not seeing the connection. How? Alone. G'day, I'm Woz. And I'm Nick, sometimes Coxie, mostly Nick. This is the Tradies in Business podcast, and we're here to share a bunch of tips, ideas, tactics that you can put in place to get change happening in your trade business right now. If you're really lucky, we're going to entertain you with a few mum jokes, and more importantly, a bunch of fantastic guests that will educate you in all things you need to know about trade business, but we do promise to do it with a whole bunch of fun along the way. I'm a self-confessed idiot, so strap yourself in and... And enjoy another episode. Boom, boom. <laughs> Pretty terrible, I admit. Ah, uh, it's not not some of your best work, Coxie. You've had some good ones. You've had some where I genuinely thought that was pretty funny, but because I'm just so prepped for the fake laugh, <laughs> it never sounds authentic, even I, if I actually found it funny. I think uh, I've made an error in trying to theme my jokes with what we're talking about in the episode, and perhaps I need to rein it back in get out of my own way and just find a great joke that makes everybody laugh mm. rather than groan. Stop trying to play my game of doing the segue, Coxie. Yeah, okay, I'll get out of your way. There you go. <laughs> no, all I can see there is space, just yeah. empty space. <laughs> Unlike people's mortgage accounts at the moment. Oof. Speaking of segues, I bet there's not much space in people's mortgages with uh, the way interest rates have been. No, it's been a challenging, uh, look, it's been a really challenging four years. Let's call it for what it is. I don't mm. think um, that's changing anytime soon. And I think it's time that you and I spoke to, I guess, what the community's feeling. We've tried to avoid some of the feeling of panic that's been out there in the community for a long time and be that voice of reason. And I think it's one of those times where we need to, I guess, encourage you to start thinking a bit differently. What do they say? They. They have a lot to answer for. I've said they that really many do. times. They say, whoever they is, well, I'm not even going to go there, uh, that tough times call for tough measures or something. Mm. Or what doesn't destroy you only makes you stronger. Yeah, and I a whole lot. the correct quote, not the kill thing. Someone changed it to what doesn't kill you makes you stronger because nothing kills you, so everything makes you stronger. Yep, it's all rubbish. Anyway. And none of that matters a lick of ice cream when your interest rates have tripled quadrupled over a couple year period mm. i think a lot of people don't realize that it's been like a fourfold increase yes over that period of time um i know for myself uh my repayments have doubled yeah I'm, i was just trying to think of my own and i don't think they've quite doubled but they've gone up a good I want to say $1,800 a month, maybe more. Mm. A and, significant increase. And I bet nobody's uh, profits have. No. Well, I won't say nobody. Hey, if your profits have doubled in that time and you're, and you're listening to this podcast, 
first thing I've got is why. What do you What do you listen to us for? <laughs> or maybe your profits have doubled because you're listening to us. Perhaps. Please also get in touch because I'd like some back pay, please, for all of the advice. <laughs> I'll even share it with Coxie. Thanks. Um, but there wouldn't be too many people who have experienced a fourfold increase in their profit percentage versus a fourfold increase in interest rates. So it's caused a lot of stress. And I think um, what we're seeing, Nick, is the the dust cloud is settling and there's a lot of people with a lot of dust and a lot of shade getting thrown on them financially this year, um, sort of back end of 2023 and coming into 24 now. I think the whole thing is starting to come home to roost. And ironically, emotionally, people are perhaps getting a little optimistic about some of the talk in the media that, oh, rates might start coming down or holding or whatever. And even if they do, it's, and I'm not going to swear in this episode, <laughs> it's a bit freaking late because now people are getting excited um, because now is when all of the, the poo storm really starts. Yeah. And I don't think it's just for you as a business owner, it's for your clients as well. Well, that's, that's the problem, isn't it, Nick? Clients are running out of money and so that just flows on up to small business. It does. Not all clients. So I do want to just give a little tiny silver lining. Not all clients. No, it's all doom and gloom, Nick. It's all stuff. We might as well just quit now. No, I want to ride in on my big white horse with my silver armor and a sword ready to protect all of the (laughs) Picturing you with a suit of armor and an enormous sword. On a little white pony. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now that you have that mental image, here I come in riding on my pony. That visual has just made my day, I have to say. Maybe we'll get the team to create that. Oh, yes. I'm going to get some artwork done of Nicole Cox in a suit of armour with a huge sword. So, um... We'll come to that bit where I come in and save you. But the truth is, it's getting tough out there. It's been tough out there for a good six to eight months. We saw a lot of financial stress coming into the back end of last year. I've seen a great deal of influx of inquiries through December, January, and a bit of a false sense of security in the industry, if I I call it for what it is. Mm. Um, Not all of the industry. Again, we've got lots of clients that are doing incredibly well. They've got work booked out a minimum of six months, many of them 12 to 18 months in advance. We've got a builder in a rural area that is booked out almost two years in advance with many millions of dollars worth of work. So it's not all doom and gloom. There are sectors in the market that are largely currently unaffected by the state of the play. And I guess that's what this episode is about today. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about this for you and your business and more importantly for your families? Because I think we get stuck into thinking, oh, it'll be all right, it'll be all right, they'll bring it down. We'll listen to whatever hype is going on in the media at the moment. There's a lot of hype at the media talking about the fact they're going to bring the interest rates down. I personally don't believe we'll see it this year. I think maybe next year if we're lucky. This year, I don't think we're going to see him start to topple down just yet. There's too much else going on in the background. And so we need to think about what this looks like for the next 12 months for us. Are your charge-out rates currently covering your what's required as an income level for your family? Are you targeting the right kind of clients so that you are continuing with work instead of getting the dreaded um, softening within the market that we often see during times like this? Or are you just sitting there being complacent thinking it'll be all right, interest rates start to come down, everything's all right? Or 
reasonably sitting there being really cranky and blaming the world for what's going on. Because the truth is it's not your fault, absolutely not your fault that you're in this position. It's not your fault that you're feeling overwhelmed. It's not your fault that you are stuck where you are stuck within your business at the moment, but it is your responsibility to make a change. It is your responsibility to get out there and drive towards what it is that you want. It is your responsibility to stop being complicit in whatever's going on in the big bad world and make that change because it can happen for you. It doesn't need to be the way it feels like it should be at the moment. Mm. It's, I, I think it's really hard to separate the whole fault and responsibility sometimes for people as well, Nick. And yeah. because when you start saying it's not your fault, even within myself, I go, I, I feel a little lighter. It's like, ah, awesome. Bloody government and stupid COVID and, you know, damn suppliers jacking their prices up or whatever's going on, right? It's like, I feel like, oh, great. I can just put all that down now. I don't have to think about it. But the, the rub is that it is our responsibility to, I guess, take care of our own patch. And it's, it's an important distinction to recognize that, well, I can't change what has happened with COVID. I can't change what the government doing about interest rates. So there's no point bitching and moaning about it or feeling depressed about it where I do need to divert my energy is into, well, what can I control and what can I do? And what can I do now to not repeat the same mistakes? If you're listening to this and you've gotten caught out, you know, maybe the phone's gone quiet or you took your eye off the ball a bit during the last few years because, you know, work was just coming in and you didn't put enough money aside to allow for quieter times. Um, they are some great lessons that you can learn from to take different actions so that when this shit happens again, and it will, uh, at some point in human history, it'll happen again, probably while you're still alive, or however old you are or young you are listening to this, uh, you're in a different position mm. than where you find yourself right now. Whether that's marketing, whether it's cash flow, it doesn't matter what it is. It's about making some different decisions. So I think um, it's kind of a cautionary tale, Nick, around interest rates. Like maybe they'll come down. I feel excited about that. I, like, I'm just going to be honest. If interest rates hold or reduce, I feel excited about that. But I'm also, like you, Coxie, not willing to bet the farm on that one possibility. Because the other possibility is that government goes, or the Reserve Bank goes, yeah, no, nah, we're not seeing enough. We're just going to pop them up another another 25 points. And we're going to do that three months in a row. And all of a sudden, consumers, clients, your customers, listeners, your clients are going to make a mess in their bed and sit on their wallets even harder. Mm. Uh, so that's another possibility. Mm. And there's other possibilities that most of us don't look at. I, I think too often we go worst case yeah. or best case and we don't do enough planning and preparation for the in-between scenarios. Okay, so what are we going to do about it? How are we going to help our listeners make some change so they're not stuck in the same position in 12 months' time wondering whether they're going to be able to afford another mortgage payment or not? Just run around in a flat panic and blame everybody else. Remember, uh, what was the chicken's name? It's not Henny Penny. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's Guy's Yeah, yeah, it kind of feels a little bit like that. I'm, and yeah. I'm, 
lots of our listeners won't even know who that is. However, there are some things that you can do straight yeah. away, and that is to get in control of your cash flow. It's to understand what your cash flow is doing. It's to have your eye on the price, to be looking ahead, not always behind. Some of the problems with what we do in business and the reporting and the tax structure and all of that stuff that we're used to conforming to, it's looking behind, it's not looking ahead. And so we really need to understand, well, what what's likely to happen with your cash flow? Some of it's going to be guessing because of the trade you're in. That's okay. You can have a reasonably well-educated guess so that you can see the potholes before you land in them. But we need to get clear about what's coming. Uh, we need to be understanding of what our charge-out rates look like and what our backcosting is doing because so many tradies Gosh. still don't understand the power of backcosting. Many won't do it because they're frightened of what it's going to tell you. You know that you're probably not making the money that you should have, the jobs that you've quoted and won and performed and, mm, you know, that 15% uh, profit margin you thought was going to be there actually turned into two or three or sometimes it costs you money. But until you actually get that information, nothing's going to change. It's super, super important that we understand through back costing what's actually happening on our jobs. That information can't be replaced. Um, that's another thing that you could be doing quite regularly. And then we're going to have a whole bunch of other strategies work that we'll be sharing in a webinar this evening. If you're listening to this mm. as it goes live on Tuesday, the something of February, I think it's the 29th, I think, is it, Nick? <laughs> no, no. That'd be kind of special, wouldn't it? It's no, oh, that's disappointing. I want to do it on the 29th because, like, not to be seen again for another four years. Four years. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's on the 27th instead. Okay, so at uh, 5 p.m. Sydney time today, the 27th, uh, we will be doing a cash flow webinar. It's a 30-minute training for, specifically for trade business owners to help you understand three things that you can immediately do to begin to get control of your cash flow. Um, it's free. Why not give it a go? What could you minutes. possibly do with 30 minutes worth of knowledge and information? How could you begin to change your business so you don't end up in the very same position that so many unfortunately will because they're not looking ahead and understanding what might be coming? Yeah. Look, I don't know what else we can say about this, Coxie, other than um, you can stick your head in the sand and just hope that things will get better. Hope that interest rates come down soon and just try and hold on by your fingernails. Or you could uh, pull your head out of the sand or out of somewhere else and take some positive action, do something differently. It's not difficult. It's not complicated. Uh, it does require some harder choices. And we're going to show you what those choices are in the web session. Um, you can take the stuff that we teach away and implement it for free, as we've always promised here on the podcast. Um, so you don't have to give me that back pay I was talking about earlier. Um, and that's it. You could easily increase your profits by 40, 50, 60% over a few months period just by making a few small changes um, and make a massive difference to your cash flow, meaning how much is in your bank account so that when interest rates go up again, you go, yeah, we've got that covered. Yeah, we're going to be okay. Mm. Now, if you are listening and you have missed it's no longer Tuesday the 27th and you've missed this this evening's webinar, you can reach out to us and ask for a copy of the replay. We will record this one for you. So just reach out via Messenger, um, providing you're you know, somewhat current to the time. We will still have a copy of it that we could send you so that you can watch it on replay. Uh, just hit us up over on Facebook or even make an inquiry through the website um, so that we can have that team, the team send that out to you ASAP. Thanks for listening. All right. Thank you.